Welcome to CEO On The Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm your host, Gail Lance, and together we'll be exploring the people side of leadership. You'll learn how to better engage and inspire those around you and yourself. So let's get started. Welcome to this special episode of CEO On The Go. I hope you're doing well. You know, recently I've had the chance to reconnect with uh, a few people that I haven't seen or heard from during the pandemic, so it's been great to reconnect with them. I hope that you're able to do the same. I've got another interesting episode for you today. When it comes to leading, you know you've got to have strength and speed to lead at your best. And you may have felt like you've been running this never-ending race, especially during the pandemic with pressure to move faster and faster because everything around you is moving faster. And you know, what's interesting is that during the pandemic, you've probably had to be running this race while sitting down, staring at a screen, running a race, sitting down. That probably should have been the title of this episode. But anyway, this year is an Olympic year and May is mental health month. So I thought I could cover a topic that bridges both of those themes by speaking with someone who knows a bit about both of those worlds. I had a conversation with Jude Massion, a sports performance coach for elite athletes like NFL players. He's coached over 40 NFL first draft picks. He's coached Olympic athletes and other pro athletes. Jude is based in New York City metropolitan area. And, you know, although he speaks about his experience coaching these athletes, he's really sharing insights that apply to leaders who are serious about winning their own game. Jude is also an entrepreneur who launched a product to help athletes stay hydrated and healthy. His business is Energize. We'll talk about that. You know, most of us are not elite athletes, and whether you're physically active or you'd like to start or restart being active, I think that you'll find a lot of value. You know, mental and physical health are connected. They go hand in hand, and I think that they connect to leadership as well. By the way, my last guest, CEO Chuck Swoboda, touched on these issues as well and his own experience learning about the mind-body connection. That episode is called The Power of Leadership Transparency. We've been getting great feedback on that, so I encourage you to check out that episode if you missed it. You can look up The Power of Leadership Transparency. But today, I'm excited to share my conversation with Jude Massion. Enjoy. Jude, welcome to CEO On The Go podcast today. I'm glad that you're here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to to come on and talk to people about what I do. And and I I take great passion in it. So it's always a pleasure when I get a chance to talk about it. Good, good. Well, we're going to jump right in because I think that what we'll talk about today has a lot of value for leaders comparing you know what athletes go through to what leaders go through i think there are a lot of similarities and i know you're an expert in working with pro athletes so i really want to pick your brain today and figure out kind of what goes on behind the scenes and how they do what they do and you know the theme for this podcast episode is building strength and speed so you know you have worked with so many elite athletes uh, olympians how did that come about? What is it that led you to be able to to coach people at that level? Actually, to, to it, it really started rather innocently. I was a psychology major in college, going through my first year. Came home, my I had a little brother. He was he was in high school. I was at Penn State at the time, running track, and I and I realized that 
you know, what he was being told to do wasn't exactly what he should be doing. So we had about six or seven weeks for his season to be over. And, you know, I sort of took it to task. And and out of that group, an understanding that, hey, you know what, this I really like doing this. And, and in, in returning to school, I decided to change my major to kinesiology and then and, and work from there. And then from there, you know, it just ballooned. I initially took my love of track and field and morphed it into getting elite NFL players ready for the draft. And then it, it just ballooned from there every every year. There's always a different piece of the puzzle. And I find the, the great joy in figuring out what that particular athlete needs to, to do to get to the next level and then and subsequently how I can be a resource to them. Yeah, that's awesome. Tell me then when when you're working with them, you know, some of the either some of the specific challenges that they seem to have in common, or is there a standout story of someone that you've coached that you're really exceptionally proud of? I've had I've had so many different people, but I, I think there's a common denominator to elite athletes, and that's a single mindedness to the task. If we're lifting, we're lifting. There, the goal is to give me the best that they possibly can to master what we're doing. And if we happen to be on the field or on the track, it, it, it's the same thing. It's a, it's that single-mindedness, I think, that's a um, common denominator to a lot of those athletes. Yeah, I can already see the parallels with uh, good leaders as well. So talking about the strength side, when you're working with an athlete that where, where that's one of the goals, where do you start with that? Do you assess kind of where they are and then set up some goals? Talk about some of the specifics about building strength. The, the First thing I, I try to do is understand what foundation they've built over their lifetime prior to working with me. So I understand where they're coming from. And then the, the secondary factor becomes, well, what are your weaknesses? Because that really is where the improvement is. The improvement lies in, in finding out where their weakness lies and then augmenting that as much as we can so that you know, I'm building a, a strong athlete where the weaknesses are at a minimal level. Mm-hmm. Do they tend to know what those weaknesses are before they come Not to always. you? Yeah, so they Not have always. to kind of reveal what that is. Yeah, and part of the single bondedness that an athlete has a lot of times, which is sort of why they need someone else, is they may have a limited knowledge, but they're going to apply that limited knowledge to the things that they know that they have to do. They may not be cognizant of the fact that there, there's a myriad of other avenues that they have to um, take on in order to get stronger. That becomes my job to, to figure out, okay, well, how can I augment what you've already done in order to create a better, a stronger individual? Yeah. So it's not just the, here's the one thing that you can do. Yeah. It really becomes a matter of understanding, knowing that, okay, I already know I have an elite athlete. The, the question then becomes, how can I augment that? What do I need to do to make them better than they were prior to working with me? Yeah, awesome. What about building speed? Because there, there's a difference between building strength and speed, or are they related? The key thing when we're, when we're talking about speed is, you know, think of strength as a, a pile of wood in a fireplace. And in order for that wood to be, to have any real meaning at three degrees outside is, You've got to find a way to ignite that wood or else it's useless. So we want that strength to become usable. And the byproduct of, of that strength is the speed. We, we're always working on usable strength 
and taking that raw strength, that wood, and trying to ignite it as in as many ways as we can so that at the end of the day, we've got a nice big fire that not only burns, but can burn instantly. That's really the key component for speed. You know, there are this sort of the reason why the guy who's the strongest man isn't the fastest man is because he doesn't have any usable. It, it, it's not it's not strength that he can actually use in, in movement. So we're always doing things to to augment that as, uh, as much as possible. So there is a correlation. Yeah, interesting. And I know with teams, it's it's obviously trying to leverage the strengths that that everyone brings together, both in the world of sports and in the business world as well. So really important to understand yourself and where where you're at your best. Right, right. Yeah. Part of it is understanding also when, when I might need someone else to, that person may need a massage therapist to work on them or, or a flexibility or yoga person to work with. And part of that is understanding what I can do to help and understanding where I may need different people to make the case for even better development. Yeah. Do you ever have people that you're working with that are resistant to what you're trying to tell them to do or think they know better and want to do it their way? Well, the single mindedness that an athlete has a lot of time leads them into, you know, saying, hey, I've done X and it's working. I understand I might need to do more, but I don't want to stray from X because that's so far that's gotten me here. We're, we're always looking for development. We all, we're always looking for improvement. I always tell athletes, you know, the, the body works on stress adaptation. So once you've done a task a million times, you know, it, it on a millionth time, it's a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a lot easier. Your body knows exactly what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. And so this takes a lot less energy to complete the task, both mentally and physically. And, and so the opportunity for exponential growth isn't in repeating the task a thousand times. It's it, it's once you've done that task, is expanding on the task to make that task even more complex. Interesting. I know that you're working with them to, to improve their physical strength and stamina and you know ability to perform. Do you feel like you're working with them too on their their mental attitude or you know one hundred percent? Yeah, the last podcast episode we had a guest talking about the connection between mind and body. An executive that that was just reflecting on his experience with that. So, what what are some of the the ways in which you think you're helping these athletes build their mindset? One of the key things to developing an individual is is explaining to them as you're taking them through the process to help them keep the focus on the end product. When we get to where we're going, while we're in this arduous process, when we get to where we're going, it's going to be pretty fantastic. And you have to be mindful of that because at the moment that the work is being done, it often is not pretty. It's not fun. It's not exciting. The end product is exciting. When we get to where we're going, it's going to be a lot of fun because Everybody loves watching, you know, we're in an Olympic year, strangely enough, in 2021, but um, everybody loves watching the end product. You know, you, you watch the Olympics, you see Simone Biles do something incredible. You, you'll see, you'll see Katie Ledecky do something, something in the pool that's sensational. You'll, you'll see Michael Norman or Shakari Richardson in track and field do perform for 
what essentially is a very short time period, 20 seconds, 30 seconds of movement. But there was eight, nine, 10 months of falling on your face and being in pain and twisting your ankle. You know, that wasn't fun. My job is a, a, has always been to, to be able to say, hey, you know what? Today's not, not the day where you celebrate, but, you know, remember this day. Remember the day you put all this work in. When you get to the competition and it's time to win, remember all the work we put in. Yeah, I think a, a lot of leaders listening can relate to what you just shared. Right, right. For sure. <laughs> because, at, you know, the day of the presentation, you know, when it's showtime, it looks almost magical as, as if, you know, you just got woke up out of bed and put this thing together. But the reality is, you know, there are no overnight successes in business or in sports. Everything takes years and years of, of, of development. And when you get there, people are like, wow, this person's an overnight sensation. I never heard of them last year. And now they're, they're incredible. Looks so easy. Yeah. Good right. insight they there. They made it look easy. But yeah. to make it look easy, you've got to do a lot of hard things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you, given your expertise, you know, we've all been kind of sitting a lot during the past year on Zoom and Teams, you know, looking at our screens, not moving probably as much as we need to. What do you suggest for people who are, are not the pro athletes, but just who want to stay healthy, who want to get moving again? You know, what's a good starting point if, if they're saying, you know, I really need to get serious about taking care of my physical health now. It's time. I've learned a lot through the pandemic. I think you and I talked before about how many people have just really been hit so hard by everything that's happened. So, you know, what is your advice for people that are, are saying to themselves, I've got to get going again? Well, two things. I think the pandemic was a great indicator that there were a lot of people with underlying conditions that didn't realize that they had them. <laughs> in a sense, they looked healthy, but they weren't, which which created obviously a lot of heartache and problems uh, for for many people, sadly. But I, I think for the majority of the people, the the number one goal has to be do a little at a time. And and, and we we preach that okay, well you know let's start getting healthy, get yourself forty minutes of well the person is starting from zero. They, 40 minutes sounds like an eternity. Let's start with something simple. Let's start with a 20-minute walk. And then and then maybe in the 20-minute walk in a, in a week or two, you can you can jog for a minute at a time during the 20-minute or every every five minutes you jog for one minute. Start with a, a, a small yoga class. You know, online, there, there are 10-minute and 15-minute yoga classes that you can do on YouTube. Start with that for flexibility. Drink a little bit more water. Start with that. Before you know it, you've done an hour worth of work. You a little bit better nutrition, a little bit better flexibility, a little bit better cardiovascular. You did some push-ups and sit-ups. Now that person is starting to feel better. Elite athletes will, will tell you it's always the groundwork, the base work that's difficult. Once I've got the base work and now I start to feel better about myself, now I can really hit the ground running. Yes. And I was just going to add to that based on my own personal experience that, you know, some days you, you go to the gym or you're, <clears throat> you feel like you're, you're trying to get out and have that walk and it's just a bad day. You just feel like you can't do it or you're huffing and puffing and don't let that be your sign that you need to quit or give up or, you know, that this isn't for you. We all have our bad days sometimes and keep pushing through that. So um, I like your advice to start with something that's reasonable and small and, and build on that for sure. I always have a, a, a statement to athletes because athletes are essentially harder on themselves a lot of times because, you know, everything is performance-based. 
they'll come in and they'll have a bad day. They're like, today I suck. That was terrible today. How am I going to do what I'm supposed to do if I can't do it today? But so I always tell people, was that the best that you had today? And if if the answer is yes, then then you're okay. Tomorrow your best will be a little better, and then and the next day and the next day. But today your job is to do the best that you can today. So if the best that you can today is a is a ten minute walk and 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 twenty five sit ups because that's all the time you had and you the day was full. We'll start with that. I was I always give the correlation that when, when people start to eat properly, you know they want a cheat day. You know, well, I'm going to add a cheat day to the week where I can just eat as much as I want. Well, what eventually happens is that person never wants a cheat day anymore because you've already done so much work. Why would you, you know, a cheat day sounds like an offense. You're like, that's <laughs> terrible. Right. Why would I ruin all my work? I know. So, but An you investment. Gotta just do a little, yeah, you just got to do a little bit at a time each time. Yeah, that's good. And that, that's a, to me, I think that that's a, that's a great way to, to stay focused and active and look for that improvement. Yes, good. Well, you mentioned hydration before, so I wanted to bridge into uh, your business called Energize. I, I love talking to people who are doing entrepreneurial kinds of things, and you mentioned that you launched this business about three years ago. So can you just speak to that, what you've learned so far, how that's going, what that, and what the product is too? Sure, our product is Energize. It's a vitamin-infused frozen hydration ice pop. So we've taken a, a what essentially is a, a play on one of the things that you've enjoyed the most when you were a little kid. You know, mom gave you an ice pop on, on a particular day, whether you, you were outside running around or just as a snack, it, it was a great feeling, you know, and we, we made it healthy. We took all the fructose and, and bad sugars and coloring out of it, and we added vitamin B and potassium just to, to actually hydrate you faster than you would if you took uh, it's the equivalent of 13 ounces of of hydration and two ounces of frozen so it cools the core body temperature and you're on your way we think it's good for anybody from 5 to 95 we're very happy with how it's been received major universities all all over the country the U.S. Navy, the Navy SEALs, high schools all over the country. We're in several countries now. It's something that came out of the realization that, you know, when we went to games, kids didn't drink any of the liquid that that was bought. They left the bottles three quarters empty. And at the end of the day, you wanted that hydration. One of the things, we, we, we went to a game and the kids didn't drink anything and ice cream truck came by and everybody got the ice cream. We're like, there's got to be something in between the ice cream and the colored refreshments. There's got to be something healthier. And there wasn't. So we said, okay, we'll make it. We were blessed enough to meet Wild Flavors, which is famous for being the, the flavor creators of um, Coca-Cola. And they said, okay, we'll work with you on it. This is an interesting topic. And, and the rest is history. Good. Well, congratulations on that using what you already know and serving a need and getting it out there. I wish you continued success with that. Thank you so much. We're, we're really excited about it. Yeah. And, and let's, before we wrap up, tell people where they can find that. Is it energize.com? Our, our website is energize.com. We're available throughout the country on Amazon as well. We continue to go into retailers. Dick's Sporting Goods is, is one of our retailers. 
Good. And that's spelled E-N-E-R-G-I-C-E. Yeah, dot com. We'll include a link to that in the show notes. Well, good. Well, Jude, thanks so much for just spending a few minutes to share your expertise and and coaching elite athletes. I knew that there would be a lot of lessons learned that can apply to our executives and leaders that listen into the podcast. So really appreciate it and wish you the best um, as you're moving forward doing the good work that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're we're really excited. Our excitement is in creating an opportunity for athletes to get hydrated faster than, than they were uh, before. Anyone who wants to reach out to me, they can reach my email as simple as jude at energize.com. Got it. Um, we're always, we're, we're always uh, thrilled at the opportunity to, to get our product out to more and more people. Good. Well, again, thanks so much. And for everyone else listening in today, I hope you have a a great rest of the week, staying strong, moving quickly, doing the work that matters to you. Until next time, take care. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and visit workmatters.com. And if you have a question or suggestion for a future topic for the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. So keep growing as a leader and doing the work that matters to you. Until next time.